Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hey guys, this is Cody Everett from Cult Film and Review, and we are here live at Mad Monster Con doing a podcast for you guys. A little uh, later up, we're going to have a special guest with us, so stay tuned for that. That's going to be awesome. Uh, just been checking out the Horror Con, just been checking out what's going on here lately, and it is exciting here, man. There's a ton of people here. Um, DVDs are flinging, things are going by. Uh, everybody's having a look, look, looks like they're having a good time here. We got a lot of scantily clad ladies, a lot of people dressed up. It is really cool atmosphere. Lots today. of black. Yeah. Lots of black. There's, Everybody's wearing black. There's so black many here. black t-shirts, Except including it, uh, myself. <laughs> Chris, how do you th- how do you feel about the con so far? Uh, so far, so good. We, we're out here uh, at the Brain Damage booth, repping the booth. Um, we uh, we we've uh, we're selling midnight release films. Uh, we're selling Brain Damage films. We're selling some of the shock stuff that we carry. Everybody who's come by has been really nice, really responsive to it, and uh, and we're having a good time. Dude, I'm having a great time here. I've met some cool people already. Yep. Um, you know what I mean? Got yep. some awesome posters already. Just I'm nerding out right now, yeah. so it's pretty cool. I haven't spent this much money in a long time. <laughs> right? I know. And, and I all I bought way. was a T-shirt and some movies. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm right there with you. I was not planning on spending any money when I got here, but lo and behold, yeah. the Kyle. wallet came out. Kyle, how are you enjoying the con so far? It's been fun, man. There's, uh, yeah, a lot of interesting people. Um, James Hong is here. James Hong is here. James Hong, yeah, and uh, David Naughton. David, uh, should we just say who our special guest is going to be here? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, why not? It's no secret. Who yeah. is it, Chris? To let the it's audience Linnea Quigley. Know. That's um, right, Linnea a, Quigley. Is, a, is that how you say it, Cody? Yes, it is. It's Very Linnea good job. Quigley. She's going to be here. <laughs> she has been in Return of the Living Dead. She's been in oh Night my, of the Demons. Night of the Demons. What is it? Uh, slime. Uh, uh, Sorority Babes and the Slime Ball Ballarama. She's been in a ton of stuff. So where she produces also. She's yeah. got a film coming out uh, for Brain Damage and Midnight Releasing. So we can't wait to talk about that with her too. So I appreciate you guys being with us. We're going to enjoy more of the con. Thank you for sticking with us. We'll be back. All right, guys. So we're here at the Mad Monster Con, and there's a ton of people here. Uh, We got uh, Derek Mears is here. Uh, David Naughton's here. Um, Jake the Snake Roberts is here. Fucking uh, Peter Chris, motherfucker. Peter Chris from Kiss <laughs> is here. Uh, the fucking the Cat Man. The Crypt Keeper is here. The Crypt Keeper is the yeah. The guy, I dude, I want to get. A, I, Who's the guy on the stilts? That's just some guy walking yeah, around. Yeah, he's just dressed. There's up some a, dude walking around uh, on stilts, stilts, wearing like some kind of demon mask Satan and carrying mask. a baby. He's Satan. He's yes. Satan. In fact, that couple came by yesterday, and I would have never recognized him, but he'd said my name. He's like, hi, Chris. And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And then I realized after I saw his girlfriend, I was like, oh, it's that couple that bought the Traces of Death box set yesterday. There's tons of action figures here, too. Alien action figures, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Jason Voorhees. Mike Myers, there's tons. There's tons of rare shit, too. They're actually right. doing yeah. uh, what's cool behind us. Like, There's a special effects artist who's applying makeup and stuff, so that's, that's really pretty cool. badass. Yeah, I actually got, um, I actually got uh, what do you call it? Uh, I got a Thailand poster of Return of the Living Dead. Oh, nice. Yeah, which is, or no, South, yeah, Thailand. It was, it was Thailand? Thailand? Yeah, yeah, it was Thailand. Thailand poster of Return of the Living Dead, which is pretty sweet. I picked up one of those. I also picked up, uh, for my wife, I picked up a picture of a zombie, um, 
Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> nice. Yeah, which is like pretty, it's pretty cool, originally drawn. I, I yeah. That was pretty cool. That's the thing is you can't find a lot of this stuff anywhere. No. I mean, you could spend all day online going to try to search for yeah. some of these things, but everything's so rare and so handmade. Or right next to us, we've got a guy that does wood carving. His uh, wood carvings are pretty badass. He does badass. wood carving, like, outlines, outline, I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, it's like... Um, yeah, it's like a cutout, I guess. And, yeah. and yeah. Just, of all these like horror movie I'm icons, sure he could probably tell us what the actual name of the style of artwork that is. Mm, but I yeah. think he kind of created it. He kind of invented it. Well, no, no. They, they, I mean, I've seen that done before where you, you get like, remember in art school, you get like a piece of black paper and you right. cut out your design and then you paint white paper behind it and then, ha-ha, there it is. Right, right, right. Yes, but this is like all focused on horror and it's fantastically done. Yeah. It is really well done. Yeah. Everything here, though, like the, all the booths I've walked by, like the uh, was it infamous monster, infamous monster, or famous monsters, famous monsters. Is yeah. that what it is? That yeah. booth was pretty cool. Yeah, they had a whole getup going on over there. Dude, they have like, dude, their their booth is slammed. Harry uh, Henry Winkler is is here. Yeah, the what? Where's he? The at? Fonz. He the was Fonz, standing dude, right, right behind us. He has not sat down since this place is open. No, not sat down. The and guy, he's wearing clogs. If you what see, do you mean he's right? He was right behind us. When the hell right, that happened? He's, he's been there all day. Yeah, you no won't recognize shit. him because he's all gray now. No, he's no, he's literally he's not behind a table. He's on the floor. Just he has not sat down. He's on the floor just talking to people, which I think is probably one of the coolest things that I've ever seen a, a person do at a con. I haven't seen yeah. a lot of people do yeah. that actually. Did we say that Sid Haig was out here? Sid no, we did not yeah. say Sid that. Yeah. I haven't got a chance to talk to him yet. I plan on doing that, He's too. He's super cool. When I first got here, when we were setting up the booth, he was just wandering around, just talking to all the vendors and just cracking jokes and, and just like, oh, like like when I showed up, I was like, there, who, who's your company? And I said, Brain Damage. And he was standing right there, and he's like, oh, Brain Damage, that's what I have. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he's, like, very friendly. I, I've seen him at other conventions, and he always is a really pleasant person to uh, to go up and talk to. He's the kind of guy you can run into outside of the bathroom, and he'd be like, "Hey, what's up?" You know, he, oh, yeah. he wouldn't be like, "See me at the booth and pay me forty dollars." Did yeah. we see? Uh, did, we, did we mention James Hong being here? Did we mention I that? Think we I did. think I said something about yeah. it, but I, I just it was so funny. I happened to be walking by, and uh, some fan wanted him to do the uh, low pan, uh, the battle between yeah, 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 the cross fingers when he when he's fighting uh, Egg Shen with the jewel. Yeah, and he does. He did the scream too. It was that was fucking great to watch. That yeah. the, my little geek out moment there for me. They were chanting low pan over there a little bit ago. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have him sign my uh, Big Trouble in Little China poster that I got for the house. That's the plan Ooh, for today. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I already I heard walking by he's $30 for a signature. That's perfect, dude. I, that's fine with me. Yeah, some of these places you go, like what you were saying, Comic-Con is a little bit more expensive yeah, than something Comic-Con's like a little more expensive. But you know what? The, I understand because they're here. They need to make money, man. They're doing a job. I understand these people are fans and stuff like that. Yeah. And stuff like that, but I mean, they still need to make money. Like, yeah, I mean, these guys aren't like constantly doing films anymore. You know, I mean, they're 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 still probably involved, but but it, um, you know, they're they're cult icons for a reason. Yeah, and that's that that that's basically what their career has changed into. It's 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 gone away from doing films, and it's become more promoting the characters that they they have created through a lifetime of film. Agree. Film, so we just had a person walk by us that was dressed up like. Um, What's his name from Rocky Horror Picture Show? Oh my God, Frankenfurter. 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 Yeah. yeah, I'm not Tim, sure if that. Tim Curry. I'm that, not sure if that was a boy or a girl. That was a woman. I that think was that, a woman. that it was a woman. Yeah. I just saw the wig and the and the and the ass end, so I wasn't sure. Yeah, no, that was a woman. Now I, I had the same uh, confusion when I first saw. It. I was like, ah. Uh, Me too. Yesterday. Well, God, well, God bless her for dressing up. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, because it was freezing in here, and to wear dude, those kinds cold. of outfits, it's like, yeah. How can you walk around in like underwear? Dedication. Yeah. Well, Dedication. It's also, it's also brave to walk around in underwear. I know. Right? I feel like. <laughs> 
<laughs> wouldn't see yeah. my fat ass doing yeah, it. I was gonna <laughs> say, the, there's something kind of sexy about that, though, because it's like you're it's confident. Com- you're confident. confident enough, yeah. yeah, you're confident enough to show yourself in front of like do like in front of people you don't know. Everybody, you know, just looking at you, staring at you, whether they want to or not. You just can't help yourself. Yeah, Tell you right exactly. now, the the brain damage booth is blowing up. Blowing the fuck up right now. People are coming up, buying movies like crazy. Check them out online at... Braindamagefilms.com or midnightreleasing.com. I'm sure you can order things from there. Yes, you definitely can. Um, But when you come out to these conventions, we get the opportunity to sell these films at a a little bit of a cheaper price. Yeah. How many other conventions a year do you you guys hit? Just, you know, obviously people listening to this podcast are going to miss this convention, but... Sure. No. Future shit lined up. Yeah, um, yeah. Comic Con's coming up at the end of May here. Uh, we're going to be there. Uh, we were there last year. Had a really good time doing it. That's awesome. Um, we're also probably, it, d- depending how things go, we're going to try to hit, hit the Fear Con later on in October around Halloween time. We do a lot of local stuff, but um, we're, we're going to start branching out and tra- traveling a little bit more and getting to out, out to some of these bigger horror conventions, like in Texas, like Texas Frightmare. So yeah, it's very it's, cool. Uh, we we got stuff going on. So market sure. calendars, people. You want to come come calendars. out and check out um, check out uh, Brain Damage Booth. Get some of their crazy, crazy fucking movies. Crazy some of these movies, movies are ridiculously <laughs> disturbing, guy, gory, and silly. Some guy just bought Monsterd. Thanks to Cody. <laughs> yeah. Monsterd. Dude, I'm slinging DVDs today. That's what I've been Sling. telling people. He Sling. sold one DVD and two. he is now slinging. Yeah, oh, I'm two. sorry. He, two DVDs. He's, DVDs. he's a slinging machine. I love how revved up guy. he gets from one sale. I know, right? Like one sale, he's like, I'm fucking. You know what's funny? It. I challenged him to sell a movie called, and he didn't do it yet. I haven't done it yet, but that's called motivation, guys. We're getting motivated. We just had a guy uh, walk by us, dress up like Heath Ledger's Joker. Now he's taking pictures. He looks of pretty people. good. He I does think. actually. Yeah. He's really good. That's like a, that's an impress impressive I, I, cosplay. I have seen that guy. I saw that guy at Comic Con no, last year. We got a guy dressed up like Gene Simmons oh, from yeah. Kiss. He's that's fucking awesome. Way. See, that's brave too. Look how skinny those I legs know. are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I, I actually, my hat's off to, to, to the men who, who do stuff like that because Dude, it's so women brave. is kind of accepted now. Yeah. You, you're used to seeing it and, and you enjoy it and men and women both enjoy it. But for a man to, to come out in something that's a little bit more um, risque, if you will, uh, that takes a lot of balls. This is a, I'm going to tell you right now, this is balls. a lovely ballroom. We just got a chance to look at the, the chandeliers in here. And I'm telling you right now, the chandeliers alone. Yeah, you're, we're coming to you live from uh, the, the, the Point Hilton Squaw Peak in Phoenix, Arizona. So yeah. it's one of the uh, the five-star hotels out here. Oh, we got an announcement happening. Hold on, guys. Let, let... Ron Jeremy? Ron Chaney's son, I believe, is here. Ron Chaney's son, Ron Chaney. Yes, Ron he is Chaney's here. here. He yeah. is here. Oh, not to mention also this um, weekend, they had the entire cast of Fright Night out here. That's doing fucking panel. badass. The entire cast. Yeah. Everybody together. Even Amanda Beers from, like, Married with Children. Remember, she was Darcy that lived next door. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The squares. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, fucking she, awesome. She was out here. I didn't get to see her or I didn't recognize her. I, st- I still I still get taken aback when I watch Fright Night and I see her in the role she's in. Right. And, like, especially towards the end of the movie when she's, like, more, like, I don't know, sexually charged woman and shit. It's just like, yeah. oh, <laughs> I know, Darcy. Right? I know. To, to go from one, one extreme character to another. A lot of people know me as a sexually charged woman. Yeah? <laughs> Should we stop Mike in? Yeah, we can put Mike in. I right, guess I'm going to take a break. Um, we're going to bring Mike in. He's going to sit down and talk for a little bit, tell you his experience at the con. we got to switch places because we only have three seats. So We only have three seats in a uh, two-by-two-foot fucking cube right yeah. here. So. <laughs> so, <laughs> but we make it work. Yeah. Thank you for sticking with us. Up next, Michael Salustio is going to be talking about his experience here. At the con.
and we're rolling. Okay, guys, we are back at, coming to you live from Mad Monster Phoenix. Um, and we're at the Point Hilton Squaw Peak. Um, very lovely day. Everybody's out here having a good time, spending money, buying up all their horror memorabilia. Yeah. Mike, yes. what, do you, what do you think, man? How's it going? How, how many conventions have you been to like this? Like this? Probably about, I don't know, maybe five or six. A horror convention. A horror convention? One. This is, is this the one? This is the first one? This might be the first horror convention I've ever gone and to. And what do you think? What do you, like, what's your observation? I think it's great. I think it's great. There's actually some weird uh, familiar faces from the uh, cross between the Comic-Cons and the Horror-Cons. I think that's really good. The characters, the people walking around, or the people that are, are exhibiting uh, some here? Some of the booths, some of the, yeah, and some of the people walking around. Some uh, familiar costumes. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yep, yep. But, uh, you know, I think the, I think... There's some people out there that live for this stuff, you know? It's like they're just collectors, and they just like to... They're just so... It's so ingrained into them that they love dressing up. Yeah. They love playing the characters. It's like a it's like a Halloween, almost. Exactly. You know? it's like, yeah, it's an opportunity to... to yeah, like you said, to, to enjoy Halloween in the middle of June? May. We're in May. It's yeah. still it May. Doesn't matter. I don't know Every what month day. it is. Yeah, Every day May. can be Halloween. Every day should be Halloween. It should be Halloween. That's a great... Who's the guy getting the face uh, makeup applied behind us? He's a stiff, otherwise known as the staff that work here. Uh-oh. That's, <laughs> that's what it says on the back of their shirt. Instead of saying staff, it says stiff. Oh, nice. Very clever. Very clever. Very clever. Yeah, I, I like what Mad Monster's done. You know, they have a lot of um, work to do because they travel. They're not. They don't just set up here in Phoenix and tear down until next year. Like, Is that one Mad Monster? It's yeah. a traveling one. Oh it's, well, it's ladies and gentlemen, listening to this, check your calendars. Go to MadMonsterCon.com. Is that close? Uh, Mad Monster. Uh, I think it's like it's MadMonster.com. MadMonster.com. Check your calendar listings. See if they're coming to your town. Yeah, they uh, and 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 they do a good job. You know, it's um, I'm sure. No, it's it is not set easy. up. It's set up really nice. You know, it was. It, I was surprised with how long the line was. I got in within the first two minutes of the door opening, and I was at the back of the line. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, little tip for you guys out there. If you do want to come out to a Mad MadMasterCon, buy the tickets the day of. Do not pre-buy because you got to wait in a giant-ass line for Will Call. Yeah, no matter what. <laughs> you're fucked tips. either way. So, Mike. Yeah. Top um, tips. Is there anything you're looking forward to at the uh, the con? Anything? I mean, I love Fright Night, and we have Amanda Beers and... Uh, uh, Stephen Geoffrey. Yeah, they're both here. All so I'm looking here. forward to that. Um... I'm also looking forward to seeing how many uh, films Cody can sell today. <laughs> That's the challenge think, of the day. I think we lost. I think we lost our host. I think he found his new calling in life, and that's yeah. a, that's a sales. It's, sli it's slinging. He's slinging DVDs. Slinging DVDs. Slinging DVDs. Gave up the mic and picked Gave up the disc. Dropped that's the it. mic. Well, <laughs> Chris, congratulations! You are now the host. Sweet. Wait, wait, wait! How does that happen? How did he get promoted? What? No, we need to discuss this further. Okay, we don't need to discuss it. <laughs> no, nobody's the host. Okay, there's no host. There's no host anymore. Well, I think after, I think it's just wild. Just I think after fucking Cody uh, sells more DVDs than Chris, uh, he'll be out of the I, job. I'm still the host. Oh. <laughs> no. No, he's not giving it up. Sorry, no, he's not. He, he almost, get back to your get back to your DVD table. He almost kissed Mike to prove that he was the host. He almost did. Well, he's there, a French kiss just happened yeah, at yeah. Uh, Horrorcon, everyone. Yeah. Mad Monstercon, I mean. <laughs> Horrorcon, Mad so, Monster Horrorcon, scary. Scary, scary, scary film and memorabilia. I wish con. there was a haunted house here. That's on. I wish there was a haunted house con, like a haunted house convention where the best haunted house builders in the country get together and put something together. Yeah, wouldn't it be cool if it was like a con and the whole con was a haunted house? 
and you had to go and purchase stuff, and there were things scaring you the whole time? I find I, I think I'd become too annoyed to buy anything. You'd be think? like, excuse me, sir, I'm trying to conduct a transaction. Yeah. I appreciate that you have a chainsaw on my face. <laughs> I also appreciate that this stranger is now holding my credit card. I'd like to focus on that instead. <laughs> I do feel kind of weird when... <laughs> When I'm taking somebody's credit card, because you know you have to use the square, you don't have. There's not like credit card readers around mm-hmm. here, so it's like I'm literally taking somebody's card, looking at my phone, and punching in numbers. You got to have a lot of trust for somebody to yeah. let them do that shit, right? Yeah, exactly. I think it's easier I for you it. since you're local, so like they can track you down. Oh, yeah, Cody's yeah, having yeah. technical difficulties. Technical difficulties trying to trying. She's trying. So it's a DVD player, Cody. So yeah. that's how it works. <laughs> but but he was using the TV remote, not the DVD player remote. He Good job. All, all he was doing mistake. is turning the TV on and off. That's all he was doing. Just keep trying that, Cody. It'll work eventually. <laughs> eventually it'll give up and be like, hey, fine. So, uh, um, Mike, what is the shirt you have slung over your shoulder? Oh, Please tell this, us about uh, that. I got two pieces of memorabilia today. Oh, we got two. I got two. Oh, First I know what one, one of them is. Was the Star Wars Holiday Special, yes. which so I have can't never find seen. that anywhere else. So fucking and good. And I got it, and uh, I just want to see how bad this is. I mean, it has Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford in it. I can tell you from what I've seen on YouTube, god awful. Well, god I awful. It. I believe it. I wouldn't have purchased it if it wasn't god awful. Well, yeah. If they said this is the lost gem of the Star Wars world, I'd be like, eh, I could see it somewhere else. <laughs> You know, I, I, you know, it's starting to come back to me. I think I did hear, but this was like a Christmas thing, right? Yeah, it was a Christmas yeah, special okay. they did, like, I think after the first one. Yeah, he explained it to me. He said that Chewie tries to go back to Kishik. Kishik. Is that how you pronounce it? Kishik. I believe it's Kishik. And Kishik. Uh, he just wants to go home through his family because apparently on Kishik, they also celebrate Christmas. <laughs> okay. Who would have figured? Well, in a galaxy far, far away, they happen to also come up with Santa Claus. We have to celebrate the birth of Wookie Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what a find. Kish, kish, Jesus. Kish, kish, Jesus. No, it was What's your fun. shirt? What do you got there, man? Uh, What's your shirt? My shirt is a shirt. It says King Pong. King Pong. And it's Pong? a little mashup of uh, King Kong, and he's on a uh, ping, uh, what is it, a Pong It is paddle. King Kong? I thought when yeah. I saw it, it looks like Donkey Kong. But well, I mean, it, then I think it would be... No, it could be. No, Donkey we, Pong we, would Donkey be what it. Pong. Donkey yeah. Pong. They done messed up because that was it. That was an opportunity yeah. they lost. <laughs> Donkey Don- Pong. Donkey, Donkey Pong. Pong. <laughs> King Dong. Whatever it yeah. is. Who cares? Yes, we are. Oh wait, no. There's one right there. There's one right behind that box. Hey, hey. Right there. Yep. Last one. That is the last Blood Widow that we have at the brain. Last copy. Food. Everybody, get your hands on Blood Widow. It's going fast. Yeah. 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 Going good. Hey, Which, by the way, I'd like to say, Chris, you gotta go do a transaction. I don't know yet. I'm gonna wait and see how this plays out. Okay, let's watch Cody. Yeah. Let's just watch and <laughs> see what happens. Let's see and grade him. <laughs> Listen to the sweet sounds of the con. <laughs> what are you doing? Make the sale. <laughs> He's interested. He's obviously interested. He's holding the film, Cody. Oh God. Oh no, 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 no. Oh wait. Where you know there's the question, where else are you gonna find that movie? It is the last one. Hold on. Listen to the sweet sounds Steve, of the Steve, con. Our, our intern Steve, Stevie P, has stepped in. Well, he has stepped looks in like looks goodness. like Cody looks like Cody is like a deflated uh, deflated uh, balloon. Making hey, he needs your phone. Okay, I got. I, let's take. All right, a break. we're gonna take a break. Oh my god. Oh, 
All right, guys. So we're down to two crew members now. We've lost two crew We've members. Lost two Where's crew Mike? Members. Mike is outside. Mike's outside. He must yeah. have met somebody. We We've don't know. We lost two crew members. We're here by ourselves now. How's it going? <laughs> the gang Doing from good. the Rocky Horror Picture Show just, just walked, walked by. by. Just walked by. Woo! Us. You look good. <laughs> We're having a good time here. Uh, you know, it's a long day, but it's worth it because this con is fun as hell, man. Yeah, and honestly, like when I have when when we have these long days, I'm glad that I'm a vendor, so I can actually sit down. Yeah. You know, and and watch all the people go by because when you're walking around, you might miss a lot of people because you're always moving and they're moving, and there's like more variables. But when you sit here, they all walk by you, so you get to see all the cool stuff. So where's the after party at tonight? I don't know. I was thinking a, about trying to find one, but... I uh, heard it was in your hotel room. I don't think it is. That's what I heard. I don't know. I didn't hear that. I heard party don't stop, because it's in your hotel room. <laughs> well... There ain't, there ain't no party like a horror con party, because a horror con party don't stop. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. I know I'm going to be partying um, naked with my girlfriend in that hotel room Yeah, tonight. right. Yeah, right, dude. You don't even know any girls. Yeah, I do. Let alone be your friend. Yeah, I do. We got some more people walking by here, just looking at them, telling you all about them, people. <laughs> just looking at them. Okay, so we got a guy over here in a floral shirt. I will um, sell. I will sell a DVD on this podcast in yes, front of you guys. I will too. be selling DVDs while podcasting. That's what I do. You know, you you put. Hey, you challenge this guy, he'll do it. Yeah. 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 You know, we work and play. We <laughs> at the same time. Work and play at the same time. So, uh, a lot of interesting things around here, a lot of toys and stuff like that. Mostly toys. I was actually kind of shocked by that for yeah. a, a, a horror convention. I didn't realize how prominent the toys were. I'm just wondering where they get them all. All over, man. Like, where do you get them? Like, these guys next to us, they've got racks of action figures. Well, not horror figures, I should say. Yeah, they do, they do have so many. And it's like, where do you get them? Do you just go on eBay and just buy up a shitload to bring here? Or do you have a deal with... The company that makes the toys, or I don't know. No, they probably just buy them off of eBay. And there's several companies. Sell them for more. There's several companies around uh, around the Mad Monster that sell kind of the same toys. Yeah. The same brands, anyways. Yeah, I it's say. that Funko Pop vinyl figures that I collect. Also, those things are super popular right now. So, and they're easy to get addicted to because it, it just they're always like your favorite things in like movies or pop culture. But they're kind of like. Bobbleheadish, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. They, they do make some that are bobbleheads. So yeah, you know they're kind fun though. Like almost anime style. Yeah, a little bit, of. a little bit, a little bit, but cuter. Almost like Hello Kitty-ish. This is the first time I've ever been to a convention, and I thought that I would actually buy um, a, um, a horror action figure. And you didn't? No, I haven't yet. I mean, which one were you looking at? I mean, I've been looking at these ones for the past two days. Um, there's the uh, they've got a Nightmare on Elm Street. One thing I've been noticing is the the, the sequels, um, the sequels of things have been popping up around here. So, for yeah. example, there's 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 uh, Halloween. I've been seeing Halloween three represented. It's like when Why? did the, when did that come out of the woodwork? You know what yeah, I mean? Like everybody fucking hated that movie. Now it's now it's like all of a sudden like a maybe a cult classic, I guess. Um, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Like that, I mean, part two. I like part two, but though. I've never really seen it like displayed as much as I've seen it displayed here. Really? It's like it's always the original or 
Yeah. One of the later ones, you know? I was surprised, dude. I walked around. Not a lot of leprechaun stuff. No. I, and I asked the, the uh, one of the guys selling shirts. He's like, you got any leprechaun shirts? He's like, no, but I'm always looking for new designs. He's like, didn't he land on the moon? <laughs> I was like, leprechaun in space? Did he land on the moon? Yeah, leprechaun in space. I don't think he, I don't remember if they landed on the moon or not. He was not. on a spaceship. But he was on was a spaceship. He, did he ever fly this spaceship? I don't think he ever flew this. I don't know. He's got magical Did powers. you watch it? I a long time ago. I haven't seen okay. it forever. For, the fourth one's so not my nobody favorite. Nobody knows. If you know, please write into the show. Call into the show. <laughs> please write in. <laughs> please write in. Send a letter. Please send a letter. <laughs> send a letter to my house. About the show. And let us know um, if Leprechaun lands on the moon in Leprechaun in Space. <laughs> We'd really appreciate that. Thank you. We are here right now at the Brain Damage booth um, with Linnea Quigley. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you taking the time out. We know you're busy. Um, we're just here to talk about, um, I just kind of want to get to know you a little bit. It's not so much you know, that you are in the hot seat, but I want to know about your experience, your life as an actress, as a cult film icon, if you will. And kind of how do, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about having a status like that? Well, I know last night in bed we discussed a lot of that, but, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, I feel very privileged to be a cult status person because it's like, to me it's an honor because I loved watching cult films myself, going to the drive-in, mm -hmm. having my dad drive me and my friends to the drive-in and watching these and watching them on Saturday nights with my girlfriend, so... I'm just really, really thankful about it. Is it so you feel like it's ingrained into you? Like you, you grew up on it. It was something that you already had your sights kind of set on a little bit. How did you find yourself becoming an actress then? How did? What was your first big break? I think my first. You know, I, I don't call it a big break really, but the first time I had something that was. Um, Right, like had some lines and stuff it was in fairy tales, which was through Charlie Band. Okay. And it was before it was called Full Moon, or before it was called. Let's see, what was it called again? It's Another been, name. It's been several different. It's names. It's been a couple yeah. different names, but it was it was just Charles Band Productions. Sure. Yeah. And that kind of sparked like, oh my God, I'm a star. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I remember writing in my diary because I had some lines in a movie. I felt like, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so then going off of that, was it like, like, I have to do this. This is something that I want my, this is what I want my life to be. And, and you just went for it. And obviously, um, you know, a lot of people try that. A lot of people, you know, get, get, get one opportunity, they try to go do it, but they just can't make it work for themselves or it just doesn't, doesn't work out the way they planned. But, mm -hmm. but for you, it's like you just kept steamrolling and steamrolling into these, these bigger and bigger roles to the point now where it's like people come to see you. They, they want to talk to you. They want to know about you. Does that kind of trip you out a little bit? It Did does. It really trips me out. I just met a great girl named Jada, and she made dolls of me as trash and as... a. Uh, Suzanne and of Spider and it's just it's like wow you know and she said I influenced her life and everything mm -hmm. and it just, it does trip me out because I'm real shy in person mm -hmm. and so it tripped me out really yeah. a lot yeah did you um on any of your films that you've ever worked on did you ever have like um like an experience that um 
really struck you in a way to where you thought maybe like I don't want to do this anymore, or did it was it always like uh, perpetually pushing you to do to bigger and better things? I think it always pushed me to do bigger and better things, and you know, there's been sometimes I'm on set where I'm just so cold or miserable. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to not be cold and miserable, which every, <laughs> you know everybody in life has that sure. happen yeah. to them. So it's just like. Well, it'll be over soon, and then I'll do something, and it seems like the less you do, the more you get paid. Really? It's like, you know, I, uh, like for David Dakota, I went in and did, like, a line for him, like Mm -hmm. a voiceover, Mm -hmm. like something like, oh, you've got a gun, you know, or something (laughs) like that, and um, I got paid as much as I would doing a full day of filming. Freezing your ass off Freezing somewhere. Freezing my ass yeah. off. Yeah. So it, it evens out a lot. Yeah. And um, do you get approached by a lot of independent filmmakers to be in their films? Do a lot of people like want to include you in their films? And how do you feel about um, signing on to a project that's maybe really low budget or, or, or just somebody that's kind of like starting out? I like helping people that are starting out. Um, I do ask for the money, though, because sure. I've earned my dues. Sure, definitely. But I do like to help people because I was there before, and definitely people helped me. Yeah. So I just give it back. Yeah, you have some compassion, and you know that um, your name and your face, like, it does mean something in the, in, in the film community, you know? Um, and, you know, uh, Brain Damage, independent uh, horror distribution company, one of the things that we look for um, when we're licensing films is, is a recognizable name. So you know the, you know the, do you know the worth, your worth when you go on to set like that? I have no idea what my worth is. No? You no. just kind of go with the flow? I just go with the flow and think I'm equal with everybody else. That's awesome. Yeah. No, that's good. No, I mean, that's humble. Good. That's that's a very humble approach because, you know, some people, some actors, they do get a little, you know, they, they, they feel like they're holier than thou and, 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 and don't want to have anything to do with you or don't want to take any direction from you. But when you get experiences like working with you... That sheds a little, a little more hope and light for these independent filmmakers, I think. So, what are you, um, what are you working on now? What, 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 I know you're producing a lot now. So, I'm producing a lot now. Right now, um, one of the things I was working on fell through, but we're working on another one that deals in really what you have to go through to become a screen queen. Okay. Nice. Something that you know, not just you know, knowing your dialogue and that, but just things that you really have to deal with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How how does it differ being a producer from an actress? Is that like a complete opposite or you feel at home with that still because you've been in the industry for so long? I feel at home with it and I did it before with David Dakota. It's a lot more meetings you have to go to, Mm -hmm. a lot more uh, preparation and I'm not talking about Preparation H. I'm talking about, <laughs> like, lots of preparation. And um, you have to know the different departments of all the films goings on. Yeah, you have to everything. know the inner workings really well yeah, of, like, how things workings. come together and how to communicate with and get get across what you want, what yes. you're trying to get out of it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, this is just one question, and you don't have to answer it if you don't want to. But um, a big part, I feel like a big part of the horror culture is 
uh, at least for, for an actress or for a scream queen, is being comfortable doing nudity in films. Was that something that you just jumped right into and you were cool with? Or did you have to like build yourself up into that? Or did somebody convince you to do it and you were like, that's no big deal, I'll do it again? Well, I was terrified. I had luckily the um, background where my dad was a doctor, so it wasn't like nudity was like considered horrible or bad. So, but the film community, when I started, considered that bad. If mm-hmm. you did nudity, that was a horrible thing. Your career would go nowhere if you did something nude. So it was it was like hard to do knowing that in my mind, thinking, oh, I'll never go anywhere. If mm. I do this, I'll get stuck in it. But I persevered and, and just yeah. acted like it was no big deal. And isn't it like kind of crazy you know how like how things have changed you know where one time that was like so taboo they thought your career would be ruined but now you look at these Hollywood A-list actors and it's like they start off like no I'm not going to do any of that but then eventually they fall into a role that they can justify doing it for yeah and then it you know and I I personally think it does elevate their career in some way It, it, it shows a certain amount of bravery and what you're willing to do for the art and the craft of filmmaking. You're willing to go beyond your comfort zone, you know? You're willing to oh, get yes. into that character also, that, you know, if that's something that character would do, then yeah, you would have to do it. Mm-hmm. And you know what movie I think kind of changed the A-listers? What's that? Was Basic Instinct. Oh, I, I agree. I don't know if I'm right, but because she did that, mm-hmm. it kind of made it okay for the other actresses to do it. No, I agree yeah, with that. Yeah, I will totally agree, no, too. No, I agree with that. There's always got to be, like, a, a, I guess, a pioneer in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to say that that was a new thing by any means, like, doing nudity. But but as far as A-list titles that, you know, grandma and grandpa are going to go see in the movie theater, you know, for it to be that risque was kind of pushing the boundaries. But it's good that that happened because that opens the door for more creativity, for more, you know, people to feel more comfortable. And honestly, like, you know... Nudity can be gratuitous, but at the same time, a lot of people look at it like, this person's beautiful, this person looks great, like, they admi- it's an admiration kind yeah. of thing, and they admire the bravery of doing such a thing, so. That's I know true. I do. I, know I do, I too. Do. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't do it. No. no. Uh, I mean. You never know. <laughs> so, cool. Any other questions for, for, no, for Linnea? No, I think that's it. Okay, well, thanks for coming and sitting down with us. We really appreciate it. We appreciate your time very much. Oh, well, thank you. And everybody out there, treat animals as equals and don't eat them. Yes. Oh, yes. I was going to ask you. Let's not cut yet. I was going to ask you Mm -hmm. a little bit more about that. I know you're a big advocate for animal rights. Yes. Do you want to just kind of talk about what you do there real quick? I just um, kind of make people aware without shoving it down their throat about animals and experimentations on them and things that go on and hopefully they'll listen and and maybe get something out of it. I've seen a lot of horror fans change Mm -hmm. and they're so happy about it and I've taken people like fans and that to the pound and saved animals. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. I just actually adopted a dog myself like two months ago. So mm-hmm. he's fantastic. He's the best dog. One of the best dogs I've ever owned straight from the pound. He's Aww. a pit bull mix too, which I know yep. they have a very hard time getting adopted. So. Yes, yeah. they do. He's yeah. a sweetheart. He is. He's mm-hmm. the biggest sweetheart. I have a 16-month-old son, and he 
he treats him like he's glass. Like, it's crazy. That dog already knows. And here's one more thing I just, just popped in my head really quick, um, just kind of relating to horror films or films in general. Um, you know, we're so used to seeing slasher films, people getting killed on screen, but isn't it amazing the reaction that you get when an animal gets oh, hurt on screen? Wow, we're on the same level. It's like yes. animals and children, that is like a no-no. No. No. Yeah. No. The horror fans will walk out if an animal gets hurt yeah, isn't that or it, a kid. Yeah, but that's kind they of, don't that, like it. That makes me feel good because it's yeah. like we can like this stuff and we're not bad people. Like no. we care about life, right. you know, whether it's human or animal or anything. Yeah. Like, and I just think that's, I don't know, it's I, just I always thought realm, about that. It's just another realm of fantasy that people just get into and you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's what they can accept it. But when you bring in something that can't defend defend itself it takes it a little bit too much close to home yeah. to where you yeah. don't you start to realize who you really are and who other people really are yeah. it's like do you, you think that's funny like it's not funny you know because it most, happens that's what's exactly. horrible it's, it's about it's very yeah. terrible mm -hmm. it's terrible well anyways thank you so much thank for you. sitting down with us really appreciate it we love you we love your work and yes. uh, we hope you're having a good time here at Mad Monster super super happy you could make it out I'm having a wonderful time. And guys, uh, coming up, look forward to a, a blood story uh, produced by Linnea. It's coming out next month, and uh, we will catch you later. Yeah, yeah, and a shout out to Joe Hollow. Joe Hollow, we love you. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank